This is Jack Bauer, and you're listening to the Who's Your Daddy Godcast. Question. You have them. Let's open up the mailbag in today's Godcast Q&A. Yes, the mailbag is now open. So sad the summer's gone. Not. <laughs> you're, you're definitely not about summer. No. You are about winter. Goodbye, fall, summer. Spring, then summer. In that Not order. Not sorry to see you go. In that order. You like winter, fall, fall spring, winter, summer. Spring. Oh, fall first. Well, so, fall and winter are my two favorites. Oh, so fall, winter, spring, summer. That's yes. how you like it in that order. Yep. Okay. Well, we have uh, some questions here. About a good little more than a dozen here. I guess people are. Uh, they take it easy in the summer, which is fine. Mm. Okay, number one. This show is about you, remember. The Q&A is about you all. Podcastia. You guys. You guys out there. Keeping it real fit with God. I know Christina is into fitness. Does she do special dieting like Jenny Craig, or does she just work out? How does she not get attracted to men at the gym? <laughs> well, I can answer that. That's obvious. <laughs> She's married to me. That's why she, she doesn't see any of the men. She doesn't even see them. No. She thinks her whole world, there are women in it, and I'm the only guy. Right. So that's a very easy question to answer. Mm-hmm. Please. Come on. I'm not interested in the other men at the gym. Mm. Sorry. Do you do special dieting like Jenny Craig, or do you just work out? No, I do not do any any one of those diets. I a, I do have an eating plan that I do actually I'm more intensifying it. I have intensified it in the past maybe month. Mm. And it's basically eating certain amount of protein, certain amount of carbs, certain amount of fats, supplements like multivitamins, mm. vitamin D, probiotics. I also do protein shakes. And and what those shakes are is meal replacement because I do eat six meals a day, starting with breakfast, and then going all the way to a, a high protein shake right before I go to bed. So every two to three hours, you're eating something. Yes, whether it's yeah. whether it's a bunch of almonds or it's a you know piece of chicken with vegetables or it's a yogurt. Those are the six meals. It keeps your furnace firing, keeps your metabolism going, mm-hmm. and you burn and burn and burn. And then I also do cardio. I do fat burning workouts, and I also do weight training. For more information, you can actually go to exiletraining.com, mm-hmm. E-X-I-L-E training.com, and uh, you can visit our friend Pat Greco there. And I will even do this. I will go back into the archives, although you can do this, listener, podcast podcast listener. You can go back and look for an interview with Pat Greco. It's a two-part interview. I will repost that interview. Okay. And you could really... That two parts, yes. Yeah, I will repost it. You could really hear what he talks about as far as like how to eat. I think this will really help you because mm. he really opens the... Uh, very... Will open your eyes about very, things like that. Very scientific, and also it just is amazing how God created the body and how it works so efficiently. Right. Yeah. When, you, when you feed it correctly, and you work it correctly, and so on. So that will help you if you're interested. 
Uh, next one is called Worried. Isn't Frank worried that he is quite possibly walking a life of sin with the companies he owns? I heard him on several other podcasts talking about his companies and his clients and the type of work he does. He seems very focused on business and quote-unquote expansion and not very focused on the Great Commission. I'd like to know how many sinners he leads to our Lord on average a week against how many new clients he wins for himself. I'm just saying. No, I'm not worried at all. <laughs> Don't you feel like your business is also your ministry? Yes. As a matter of fact, I just led one of my clients to the Lord the other day, and he was Jewish. And that's awesome. That was on Thursday. So wouldn't you say then everyone's jobs slash businesses should be part of their ministry, which is the Great Commission? Yes. So no matter where you are, you're a part of the Great Commission. Wouldn't you say that? Absolutely. Yeah. No matter what, what you're doing, your job, if you're unemployed, whatever you're doing. You're working you, out at the gym. Right. You wake up in the morning, you go outside. You're, that's it. It's, the great, it's about the Great Commission right then and there. Right. Here's the thing. I know the spirit by which this question is being asked. I could tell. They ended with, I'm just saying. Right. Come on. Right. But here's the thing. We don't hang out in church. Right. Because everybody in church hopefully is saved. Right. Right. So we're out in the world challenging people. Because wouldn't you also say that every single one of your clients knows exactly where you stand? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So it's not like Frank and I hide... Uh, Christianity. We are very verbal and we are very out there right. and people know who we believe in and who our God is. Right. We're the light in the darkness. That's what it should be. So uh, yeah. instead of focusing on what people around you are doing and being concerned about their walk, maybe you should focus on your walk. Oh, let me think. Uh, what is it? Uh, before you try and take the speck of sawdust out of your brother's eye, why don't you take the plank out of your own? Yeah. Who said the that six again? Six-foot board. Who said uh, I think it was uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So anyway. All right. Sean Morton, keep it coming. I've been waiting on this for some time. Frank Sasso's two books are a tremendous blessing to the Christian community. If you're a believer or a skeptic, Take the time to check out this podcast, particularly those addressing the issue of who you are. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Yes, Mr. that's the Morton. issue that the world is asking about. Who am I? What's my purpose? Who am I? What's Amen. my purpose? And if you can lead someone in the world to the answer, then that's it. Okay, next up is Lulu Cuckoo Plans. Hello. What use is Christianity to an individual with mental illness that would predispose them to be depressed and obsessed about guilt when Christianity would compound such a sick person's worry, guilt, obsession, and depression to the point that it paralyzes them? <laughs> what? What use is Christianity? Okay, I get, I get the question. I don't understand the question at all. What they're saying is, why would you want someone to become a Christian if they have mental illness that deals with depression, feelings of guilt, because Christianity is just going to make them feel worse? Why would it make them feel worse? I'm, I'll just address the person writing the letter. First of all, you are misled about what true Christianity is. Now, oh, what you okay. might be talking about is religion. Right. 
and absolutely agree with you. Religion is of no use to anybody at all, let alone with mental illness and depression and right. feelings of guilt and so Religion on. Religion is. Right. right. That's just going to make them worse suicidal absolutely right i absolutely agree with you but that's not the christianity that we and jesus is all about right that christianity will free someone with mental illness depression and feelings of guilt and so on low mm -hmm. self-worth that christianity is meant to i'm going to say jesus let's just get to the, the heart of it jesus frees us from all of that so that's what the use is. If someone's suffering from mental illness in any sh way, shape, or form, right. Jesus will release them from Absolutely. that. Absolutely. True Jesus. Right. Not religious. You know, Jesus in the guise of religion. Of religion, yeah, right. Because exactly. th that's not what we're talking about here no. at all in any way, shape, or form. Oh, and that's no. not what Jesus was talking about because he hated religion. Oh, man. Next up is follow the rules. It's amazing how God has been keeping me fed via the internet and had directed me here in my season of hardship. I am truly blessed through your digital fellowship. I look forward... I like that digital fellowship. Oh, that's cool. I look forward to a podcast about the book of Judges, maybe? Hmm. You Meaning maybe you're looking forward to it or maybe we can do it? I think maybe we oh, okay. can do it. You could take that one on. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what that music means. <laughs> Yay! Hello! Hello, mate. Next one is from Captain Britain. Good evening, mates. I finally figured out why people didn't like Brother Frank's expansion message. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, why, why, why? <sighs> okay, he says, because it puts light on the issue that they are the ones not expanding. Uh... Brother Frank, I happen to have thoroughly enjoyed listening to it. I was especially enlightened by its business angle. I didn't think it had a business angle. You that wasn't really my intention. Alright. Jesus was in business, both here on earth as a carpenter, and in the spirit with being about his father's business. It's the only episode of the entire podcast episodes that incorporates, no pun intended, <laughs> that incorporates business with scripture. Brilliant and well done. Forgive the haters and keep expanding. It's one of the only ways they'll ever learn, and even then, they'll still hate. LOL. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. I really appreciate that, Captain Britain. I'm just saying, you know, when I put that together, I had no, even when I was speaking it, any kind of business angle. I think it had a business angle to it. I felt it did. Well, amen. Thank you, brother. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it. Next question is from the Two Question King. Hmm. Two questions. Just two. <laughs> Please answer. <laughs> One, what have I deserved from God because of my sins? And two, how many gods are there in Christianity? Wait a minute, what was the first one? What have I deserved from God because of my sins? Well, that's Romans 6, right there. Well, what we deserve for our sin is what Jesus got. So if what? you look at what Jesus suffered, physically, emotionally, spiritually, being separated from the Father, all of that judgment, that's what we deserved. He made the exchange. So he exchanged our sin. He took on our sin and the punishment that we deserved and gave us his righteousness and the freedom and love and joy and um, fellowship with the Father that he had and deserves right. and still deserves. And what's the second part? 
How many gods are there in Christianity? It's one god, three persons. But it's one god. Made up of three persons of God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Okay, two question, King. There you go. Next up is finally Yahoo by Shimono54. I don't know why people are hating on Frank's expansion podcast. Oh, see? People are liking it. There you go. In my opinion, Frank Sasser was one of the most gifted speakers and expositors of God's word I have ever heard. Mm, wow. Nice. I'm so thrilled to be able to listen to him. He points you to the gospel in practical, applicable ways. Amen. Thank you. Thank well, you. Uh, I will be sending out your check this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Toluca2211, I loved Christina's You Are the Righteousness of God episode in July. Will she be doing more solo episodes? Not disliking Frank, love the Q&As, but as a woman, she really resonates with me. Oh, thank you. Yes. Toluca wants to know if you're going to be doing yes, more solo. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, she will, Toluca. Chantilly is for me. And then this is in caps. Where's Keith and Frank? And then a bunch of exclamation points, a bunch of question marks. I miss them. Are they going to do another show? Hey, people are busy. They, it happens. And yes, I, it's all, I, I plan to. I just don't know when, honestly. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Chantilly is for me. Chantilly. What is that? What's uh, Chantilly? Is that a flower? I think it's a perfume. It's a perfume. It's also lace. Chantilly lace got a pretty face and da, 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 ponytail da, da, hanging down. Okay. Tree trimming love. I'm all set for the Christmas challenge. Is uh, there gonna be one uh, this year? Yes. Of course, there's gonna be one Let's this year. Let's start right now. <laughs> Let's start right now. No. Yes. No. Why? Listen, because it's a Christmas. Challenge. Right, but we have to get ready for it. All right, so, go ahead. How, get, give them the rules. Go ahead. The rules are, there are no rules. I, I knew, I knew <laughs> you were not going to have rules. What rules? <sighs> we had rules? I don't remember. Yeah, we had rules. What are they? I don't know right now ah, because I'm not in the Christmas challenge there mode. Are no rules. There are There are definitely <laughs> rules to it. I'm just, you know, we're in September. Wasn't the Christmas challenge 30 days of... Of something. <laughs> Wasn't it like this is the best Christmas? This is the best Christmas we ever had. And then you send in your testimonies. This was. This the was best the best Christmas we ever had. We ever had 2018. And yep. you tell us how great. It was your, a 30-day deal. The 30 days of Christmas challenge. Right. They had to then document stuff that was going on and yes. happening to them. Testimonials, all that yes. stuff. And then they get it into us by a certain date. Yes. Yeah, all that stuff. Okay, so what are the rules? The new I rules. I just said it. Those are our rules. Those are the... What? The, the what? The, yeah. The the directions. About this. Those are oh, the directions. Sorry. <laughs> the plan. Those aren't rules. The rules. So let's start. So anyway, we'll do it officially, but just unofficially. Start speaking it. Start expecting it. Sure. Amen. Start expecting it. But December 1st is when we start it. All right. Today is Labor Day weekend. The official end of... Well, not the official, but the kind of official. Semi-official. September 22nd, summer ends. I know, but this is the, you know... People start going back to work. The kids are back in school. Blah, blah, blah. So this is the unofficial... End of summer, so we can start now looking forward to Christmas and the new year 
and will say, starting now, do it now. Start speaking. 2000, Christmas 2018 was the best Christmas we ever had. Okay. The year 2019 was the best year we ever had. Right. And then start telling us those great testimonies. Amen. I like that. Okay. The numbers game. Is heaven nearly empty and hell bursting at the seams? If so, then who is really winning the numbers game here? Who's doing a better job at winning or losing souls? If God is not collecting as many souls, then why isn't he doing more to maximize his son's sacrifice? I love that you put your own voice inflection on it. Well, that's how it's written, my dear. It doesn't, it's a gift. No, no, yes, I can no, tell. Listen, no, I can tell. No, I can tell. No. Okay, uh, let me read it again. All right. <clears throat> read it with a happy face. The numbers game is heaven nearly empty and hell bursting at the seams. If so, then who is really winning the numbers game? Who is doing a better job at winning or losing souls? If God is not collecting as many souls, why is He not doing more to maximize His Son's sacrifice? No. God always wins. We have the victory. But that's a big if. If God is not collecting as many souls. First Listen, of all, it, this is our job, not God's exactly. job. Exactly. It's our job as Christians to be harvesting. Remember, Jesus said, the harvest is ready. It's ready. Go right. collect it. Right. The laborers are few. So get out there. Get out of the church building. Get out of your comfort zone with your other saved friends. And start meeting some unsaved people so you can get them saved. I wonder what would cause you to ask a question like this. Is heaven nearly empty and hell bursting at the seams? I'm just curious. Why would you think heaven's nearly empty? Heaven is packed. How, how do you know? First of all, it's not packed because there's room. It's <laughs> an infinite room. Yeah, it's not standing room only. <laughs> but I'm just saying. What, what oh, makes yeah, you yeah. think heaven's nearly empty to I prompt you to write I a question never, like this? I would never think heaven heaven was empty who's really winning the numbers game god's winning god always wins hmm. will people reject him absolutely even when they're faced with the obvious choice and the obvious glory of god they're still going to choose to die and torment for eternity right that's that's been prophesied and unfortunately that's what's going to happen yeah Don't well they're choosing it. not to believe and as a result of that it's torment right it can take all parts. A man can marry a woman, mm -hmm. and a woman can marry a man. Mm -hmm. But who can a hermaphrodite marry? <laughs> I believe a hermaphrodite is someone born with both genitalia. Yes. Yeah, but they're still man or woman. Right. So. It, yeah, I, I, I would have to check out, like, biology and stuff, but really I think that there is... If you looked at their chromosomes, yeah, there's definitely... If there's a Y chromosome, then they're male. Then they're male. That's it. That, right. And they marry a woman, then. If there's no Y chromosome and just and X, they're then they're a women. A woman, and then they could marry a man. And then there's... The, the reason then, for the hermaphroditism right. is some kind of mutation. But so they could have I, surgery, or what? I, I guess. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I, I don't have the information, so... I just have a question. Yes. It's just a question. All right. If a hermaphrodite... Yes. Has male and female genitalia. Yes. Does that mean they also have breasts or just a vagina? What does that mean? I don't know. You're asking me questions I don't have answers to. I think you could probably Google this, folks. <laughs> <laughs> In this day and age. Breasts are not considered genitalia, right? You were a biology teacher. 
Well, men have breasts. Well, breast breasts. You know what I mean. Like functioning, like mammary glands. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, why don't you Google this? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. I'm just now curious about uh, that. This wasn't my field of expertise. <laughs> <laughs> but kudos for the curiosity. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and the last one is Katy Perry really the devil? <laughs> no. Okay, this is that that's the username. Oh, oh. Here's the question. My pastor told me if I listen to Katy Perry's music, I'm basically sinning. Is that true? Why? Why not? I don't uh, think No. I would say no. You're not sinning. No. If you're listening to her music, it doesn't make you a sinner. No. And it doesn't mean you're sinning. No. Okay? Well, why? Not everything you listen to mm-hmm. has to be the word of God. You can you go watch a movie like The Avengers. Does that, does that mean I'm sinning because they're not talking about Jesus? Right, but I think they think Katy Perry is... Um, there's certain Katy Perry songs I don't listen to, but there's some that are fun. Yeah, so, you know, you let. here's what you do. Instead of feeling condemned, right. God doesn't want you feeling condemned. There's no condemnation. But if you feel uncomfortable, or the Holy Spirit's prompting you, maybe you shouldn't listen to this song or that song, then just be obedient to that. And yeah. don't put so much, like, ugh angst into it all right there should be no angst because sin has been addressed and it's been dealt with so when god sees you he sees jesus right. and he just loves you katie yeah, perry right. he loves katie perry too so and and people don't have to be so focused on sin it gives sin so much power well yeah because they're living under the law aye, aye. but do you understand if you're living under the law you have to obey every single tiny little ah about the law. Every single detail about the law has to be obeyed because if you miss one little bit, you missed it, it all. Oh my goodness, that is a heavy burden. That's heavy. Heavy. That's why the people had to always bring animal sacrifices because they kept missing it. You know, I had asked uh, Mike the other day, the guy that I led to the Lord, mm-hmm. who's Jewish, who talking about atonement for sins, you mm-hmm. know? And I said, you know, how come then the Jews don't have to do animal sacrifices anymore if mm-hmm. Jesus didn't pay the price? Right. He said, I, I can't answer that. Right. He no, said, they can't. He said, I, could, I, can't, I, can't even tell you. I can't tell you. You can ask a rabbi and he, he'll give you lots of theory, right. but he cannot answer that question. Right. Without acknowledging that Jesus paid the price as Messiah. Well, they, they, well if you ask a rabbi, he's not going to acknowledge that. Of course. So he's going to give you a lot of reasons that it could be. Right, but it's the word of God. I mean, you're you're living your life as a rabbi, and ignoring a big chunk right. of of the Torah. Right, really right. a big chunk. That is a big chunk. I mean, all of the all of the book of Leviticus, you're just like chucking it because there's no more animal sacrifices. <laughs> when did it change? When did God say, "Oh, you know what? I I I made him." Uh, I, okay, Jewish people, I changed my mind about the animal sacrifices. No, here's what he did. He sent Jesus, and the sacrifice was once and done. Done. So wake up. Wake up, rabbis. God loves you. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's all she wrote for this month on the Who's Your Daddy Godcast Q&A mailbag. Now zipping this sucker up. Here, hold this on. Just hold that in a minute. Hold no, on. I'm not. Hold that in. I need help. To, you know what? I'll do it myself. Hang on. Well, what was that zipping just then? You. Thank you. Okay. Until next time, remember this. We love you.
God loves you, and Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord. Lord. Stay blessed. Bella. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast from A History with God Ministries. This teaching is a powerful ministry tool that you can use to experience the power of God in your life. Thank you again for listening and for helping us reach the world with the love of Jesus. A History with God Ministries. Seeing, hearing, remembering. Until next time, remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed.